the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. A cursory reading of the first few verses of today's epistle could lead one to think that St. Paul had either a large ego or was feeling sorry for himself. He writes to St. Timothy, uh, beginning in verse 10 of chapter 3 of 2 Timothy. He writes, But you have carefully followed my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yet from all of them the Lord delivered me. St. Paul was not lifting himself up to St. Timothy. He was describing a way of life for those who love God and seek to live their lives for him. Today's gospel is that of the publican and the Pharisee. The first of four, today is the first of four preparatory Sundays which lead us uh, into the great fast, great Lent. As you know, the Pharisee did exalt himself above others with self-righteous pronouncements to God himself. The publican, who was definitely a sinner, prayed, God be merciful to me, a sinner, and would not even lift up his head before God. Our Lord Jesus Christ stated that the publican was the one who returned to his home justified. The publican who no doubt had committed many grievous sins did not try to hide those things from God. Now this way of life to which I referred a moment ago requires something of us. First and foremost, if we are to serve the one who made us, that is God, we must recognize within our own hearts that we are sinners and have fallen short of what God has called us to become. We must recognize that we are sick, that we have the illness of the soul known as sin, which comes from separation from God. <clears throat> so our goal during Great Lent should be a, a, to, to, to be joined back to our Creator. Because when we sin, we leave Him. He never leaves us. But we leave Him. In other words, in humility, we must agree with God regarding our sins. Take responsibility for them and turn away from them back to God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This Sunday heralds the approaching season of Great Lent. While we should pay attention to our thoughts, attitudes, and actions all of the time, 12 months out of the year, Great Lent provides us with a special opportunity. And I want to encourage you, my friends, to look at Great Lent in that way, as an opportunity, an opportunity to look into our hearts and minds to determine what needs to go. That is, what is standing between me and God. This kind of self-examination is not only helpful, is not only healthy, it's absolutely necessary for you and for me. Father Peter Gilquist used to refer to, you've heard me say this many times, used to refer to Great Lent 
is a time of spiritual spring cleaning. <laughs> spiritual spring cleaning. Our closet, the closet of our heart, gets dirty. And it collects a lot of stuff that doesn't need to be there. And so it takes honesty on our part to look at that. And say, that's what that is. Call it what it is. Turn away from it. Agree with God. That is, that is sin. That is not good. That will not determine my life. You will determine my life, that being God. <clears throat> God can and will work in a heart with this disposition toward himself. We must also understand that anyone who seeks to love God and serve him will encounter difficulty at some time. And it is not unusual to experience circumstances that seem strange and even spiritually provocative during Great Lent. This is true because we are in a war with the spiritual forces of darkness who hate God and would lead any and all people to do likewise. St. Paul said it well in, his, in today's epistle, Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil men and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceivers and deceived. That's a good summary statement of the world out there today. No, Paul was not lifting himself up to St. Timothy in some prideful way. He was saying, look at the outcome of my life. Look carefully at the outcome of my life. Even though I am a sinner and have actually persecuted Christians myself, which he did. Having repented of my sins, God has poured out his grace and mercy on me in every circumstance of my life. Everyone, no matter how bad it seemed. Finally, let me remind you that the love that the Holy Trinity has for you is perfect. It's perfect. He will never leave you nor forsake you. You may not think you're precious, but I promise you, He does. You are precious in the eyes of God, the one who made you. He is all goodness. And he wants that goodness to be yours and mine. But for us to tap into it, for us to be energized by it, to us be, to be filled with it, we have to be repentant. Because pride stands in the way of it. More than anything else, pride stands in the way of it. Humility is a, 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 a peaceful harbor. A safe harbor, if you will. A place of refuge. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and He will exalt you. Now, we don't need to be in the business of telling Him when and how we get exalted. That's not our purview. He is God, and we are His creation. That's part of being humble, isn't it? To wait on God, to trust in God. To look for God. To look to God. All of these things are aspects of walking with God. And we can do so even in the times that are tough. St. Paul learned that. 
And it is that to which he refers in today's epistle. Yes, you are special in the eyes of God. He wants you to be free from the darkness of pride and unbelief, sinful passions, and vainglorious pursuits. My friends, let us enter the great fast together with the determination to turn away from our sins, to draw near to the God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And I want to close with one quote from Saint, uh, the Gospel of John 1633. In the words of Christ himself. These things I have spoken to you. That in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.